to the podcast, The Dental Breakdown. My name is Christian White. I'm the CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting. Better business, better dentistry. We are a practice management consulting firm for dentists and other healthcare-related businesses. Our sole purpose is to implement proven strategies through online and in-practice visits that result in the personal and professional success for you and your team. We are in the business of making the difference between good and great. This podcast will help your team have a larger impact on your patients, create long-term lasting relationships with patients and with each other, increase the bottom line, and be happier during the the day. You can listen when you first wake up in the morning or just before you go to bed at night on the way to and from work or during your lunch break. Podcast was meant for you and your team's busy lifestyle. Each podcast will be between 10 and 15 minutes long and focus on the daily challenges, frustrations, and concerns you and your team face daily. All right, I'm done with the scripting part. Yes, let's get right to it. Uh, Today, I would like to introduce our guest to the podcast, This is a man we caught boarding a plane this morning, literally. That's how busy he is. Complete craziness. This man has reinvented the dental practice transition business. He actually spends time understanding his clients' wants and needs, and guess what? They love him for it. Can you believe it? That probably explains why he's so busy. Please, let's welcome Joe Frickton, everyone. Thank you, Christian. All right, security, calm everybody down. Okay, here we go. Thanks for having me today. You're welcome. I'm just glad that we could we could get you in here this morning. I know you're really busy. Yeah. Um, let me start off by asking you this. Tell me a little bit about your story because a lot of people don't know that you have a little bit of dental background. I do. I and, do. You know, how did you how did you get into this business of dealing with with dentists? Well, I come from a uh, family of dentists. My uh, my mom was a general dentist uh, here in Minnesota. My dad is a, uh, he's still, my mom's retired. My dad is, uh, does TMJ, oral facial pain mm-hmm. specialist. And uh, my stepmom is an orthodontist. I also had a grandfather who was a dentist, a cousin wow. who was a dentist down in Florida. <laughs> but I was the black sheep of the family that went to law school. And uh, so, but um, kind of what happened, my story, why I really wanted to represent dentists is mm-hmm. that um, was an experience that my mom went through. Okay. Um, she was, she started to practice from scratch and mm-hmm. grew it into a very successful uh, practice and um, and brought on two partners and unfortunately the uh, contracts that she had for a partnership didn't really provide any protections from her uh, and okay. she had a falling out with her partners and uh, she was forced to leave and uh, she had to kind of finish up her career um, not in the practice that she started from scratch, but working for other uh, friends, which was you know not the uh, the worst thing for her. She was able right. to work in other practices and get different experiences, mm-hmm. um, teaching at a hygiene program and other things. But but that really kind of inspired me to want to protect dentists mm-hmm. as they go through their career, joining practices, mm-hmm. um, retiring from their practice, and make sure that they're kind of protected all the way through. Mm-hmm. So Joe, as a I guess as a lawyer. I mean, can I say dental lawyer? Is that okay? To say yeah, that? you can okay. say that. Yes, definitely. okay, good. As the dental lawyer, <laughs> I like that. That's a good tagline for you. How do you so? Well, how do you protect the uh, the dentists? You know, what what do you do? You know, I mean, as far as making sure that you know, I'm signing a, a contract that I should be signing, or mm-hmm. I'm doing something that that's in my my best interest, not somebody else. Well, the 
best things that what I try to do is I really try to figure out what a dentist is looking for, what their goals are for that particular contract or transaction, transition, whatever mm-hmm. they're going through. So for example, um, a lot of times I will work with a, a newer doctor who is, they got their first associate contract and I talk to them, you know, one of the big things we talk about is a non-compete and the non-compete covenant that they're going to be signed as a part of their associate agreement. And I'll ask them, you know, what are their family uh, goals and needs for that contract? If, if something happens where they need to leave, are they going to be leaving and, and moving to, uh, you know, if they're in the cities, are they going to be moving to Duluth? Well, if that's the case, then you know, the non-compete isn't as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe they want to stay close. And so then we will try to make sure that the, the length of the non-compete, instead of a year or two years, okay. we'll try to reduce it down to six months, but maybe have a bigger geography. And so we really try, what I try to do is make sure that the contract, that I know what the dentist is looking for, and then I fit the contract into um, what their needs are and their Mm -hmm. goals are. And it's, you know, with any transition, there are two parties. And so we need to make sure that we're going to fit the contract into what the other side is going to need. And so we try to understand and put ourselves in their shoes, as well as my client's shoes, to find a kind of creative solution. Because none of these transitions are cookie cutter. You know, they're all, each one is individual. So they're each different. And we need to make sure that the, you know, I understand what everyone needs in the transition so we can find a solution for um, that's going to work. So they both say yes and sign on the bottom line. Okay, so one transition is not the, the, the same as another one. That's exactly right. I mean, from a timing standpoint, you know, I have, I met with uh, someone just last night and um, it's a, an associate who is going to be buying into a, a dental practice and um, and buying out the senior doctor, but that associate has an offer from another practice to go join. Oh. And so she wants to get that, get the transition done as soon as possible. My client, who is going to be retiring, you know, thinks it's going a little too fast and wants to push it out. Mm-hmm. So what I'm, my goal is to work with, I, I know that from for both sides and I'm going to try to find a common ground where we can maybe satisfy what the the associate the younger doctor needs um, but also make sure that the senior doctor isn't you know feeling that she's being pushed out in that mm-hmm. situation but it's understanding their needs to find a common ground so when you talk about understanding the, the, the needs uh, Joe how do you do that what do you do to go about doing that well a lot of it is just uh, talking you know what I try to do I try to listen as much as I can and let them tell me um, what they're going through, what they're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I always try to make sure that I've spoken to, you know, both sides of the transaction, you know, mm-hmm. both both doctors. If it's a one doctor who's going to okay. be um, selling to a, uh, um, to a younger doctor, I try to connect with both. And that's one of the things that works really well for us is that, you know, as if we're trying to find a younger doctor to, to transition and take over a, another practice, we've developed relationships with a lot of the younger doctors. And we're constantly at the dental school and talking to new people um, and uh, and younger people and we get to know them and understand their personalities and their needs and so when I bring someone in to look at a retiring doctor's uh, practice or someone who's looking to transition out of their practice I can really understand both of that so but it really takes a knowledge of the people and and their goals 
Understood. Okay. So you're at, you do actually talk to uh, both parties. It's not it's not like what you see on television where the lawyer comes in and you represent one side and then you guys battle it out. We do have ethical rules that okay. if someone is represented um, by an attorney, yes. then I cannot speak to that dentist okay. until I have the consent of the other attorney. And I, okay. you know, part of you know my practice, my philosophy is um, not cutting corners and making sure that I keep my ethical rules kind of at the forefront of all of my uh, my representation. That's really important to me as a uh, as an attorney. Mm-hmm. But with that said, um, I work with. I have a number of other attorneys who I will refer a younger doctor to, who I have a relationship with, and they trust me, and they all routinely will give me consent to talk to them to work through those issues because they know that you know I'm not trying to you know pull a fast one on anyone or try to you know try to sneak something through. I'm trying to get what's best for the whole for the practice, you know, for this this uh, dental practice that a senior doctor who has built and put their you know all their effort and their energy energy into this you know they want to make sure that the new person coming is supported and and me learning about that younger doctor will um, kind of helps that and the attorneys who I work with they understand that mm-hmm. and they will usually let me talk so that leads me to my next question uh, Joe tell me about you've kind of alluded this to, uh, to this a little bit um, the process so the process from you get introduced to a client to everything that kind of happens when you get to the point where the practice is either bought or sold. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. Sure. Well, it kind of it depends on um, if we're working for a, a younger doctor or a buyer because we probably 50% of our practice is working with people who are buying or joining a dental practice, either from an associate, um, buying into a partnership, um, or taking over a practice and buying out a senior doctor. Um, the other half is representing people who are transitioning out of their practice, retiring, moving on to other things. Sometimes they have to move to a different you know, part of the country and they need to leave their practice. You know, But in there are generally about uh, three phases in the transition when we work through a on the seller side. You know, The first phase is um, learning about the, the practice um, and making sure that the person who's gonna be transitioning into the practice, either identifying that person or if there is someone already identified, uh, understanding what their needs and their goals are. The second stage is kind of putting, and, and I guess as part of the first stage is me coming up and brainstorming and talking to the doctors to figure out what the main terms of the transaction are going to be. From a purchase price, if we do the valuation, mm-hmm. um, we'll do valuations to come up with a purchase price for the practice, you know, figuring out what the needs post-closing are for each doctor for, from a working, if some the senior doctor is going to stay on as an associate, that all happens from time to time. Um, the non-compete and, and all the other various terms of the contract, they're going to go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really try to then fit, as I've been talking about, fit all their goals into the contract because we can write those contracts and put whatever we want in them okay. and we try to be as I, you know nothing is a, a really a form for us everything is going to be custom for that individual transaction then uh, so once we get all those terms we've prepared a valuation mm-hmm. for the practice got a purchase price we've we've uh, talked together as a group to figure out what all the terms are going to be we've got that into the contract we've signed the purchase agreement then we kind of move on to the second stage and uh, and that's really working on on the transition, piece, which is so important to transitioning a dental practice. Um, dental offices, dental practices, are they're a service-based business. Um, the the patients have relationships with the senior doctors, um, and we our goal, part of the transition, is to transfer those relationships to the younger doctor. The other piece that some
sometimes is forgotten, I think, is that dentists are in a very unique position. One of the reasons I love working with dentists is because they wear all the different hats Correct. Yes, of do. a dental practice. <laughs> they are business owners. They are HR people. Um, they're, they're practicing dentists. Um, they're the marketing people in their practice. They do all these, they wear all the hats. You know, they're IT people. They're, they're fixing computers. Yes. <laughs> and they have a wealth of knowledge in their brain that makes their dental practice work. It, it keeps it going and is, um, that knowledge has created a successful practice for them. Um, well, in order to keep that successful, in order to make the buyer, the, the doctor who's taking over, transitioning into the practice successful, is we need to transfer that knowledge base from the senior doctor to the doctor who's taken over. Correct. And uh, the way we do that, um, one is that we have several transition meetings to talk through all the different aspects of the practice um, and to, to kind of make those meetings successful is we have our senior doctor fill out a very comprehensive worksheet of as as everything going on with the practice from all their service providers who they use to do their the website who they use to you know clear snow uh, you know out uh, on their sidewalk mm -hmm. um to uh, like the what type of supplies they use to how long a particular they they uh they take for a particular procedure and you know, we want to identify what the um you know, are they going to take, do they have an hour for um, recall for hygiene and exam? Maybe it's 45 minutes. Maybe it's an hour and a half. How do they do new patients? We're trying to identify all the different aspects of how they run their practice. And then we will send that over to the younger doctor and then have them look at that. And then we talk through the whole thing. Nice. And, um, and what we do for, um, and then we also, we are, we want to make sure they're assistant because the, the, the younger doctor is going to take over and going to develop a relationship with the dental assistant is make sure that they've had a chance to connect. Mm -hmm. Now, one piece of this is confidentiality is very important with any transition. And so we want to make sure that we keep a confidential, keep the process confidential from patients and even uh, from staff, not until the closing, but through a lot of the processes until we get to the end, um, until a couple weeks before the closing so we can start working on that. Um, but we want to make sure that the staff is fully supported and that they feel comfortable with the transition. And so we try to, through for that, that period between signing the, the contract and the closing, it's really about getting as much of that knowledge from the selling doctor to the younger doctor taking over. The third phase is after the closing. And part of that is um, we'll do different things to help transition post once it's all public, sending letters out to patients, doing open houses, doing other marketing pieces like connecting with local business owners if it's a smaller town. And then um, and once we've gotten all the public marketing advertising piece out of the way, you know, then it's on the younger doctor to be successful. And what we try to do is follow up with that doctor at least three months to six months after to see how things are going. We have a, a lot of connections with other people who help dentists like yourself. Correct. And if they're having an issue, sometimes they want to make a change. Um, we'll connect them with you know, White and Associates to help them really uh, implement a change potentially or fix mm -hmm. a problem. And that kind of ends the end. Yeah. Wonderful. Joe, that was awesome. I think I was just sitting here listening to you and I'm just like trying to suck all this in because this is really good <laughs> stuff. I know because you know, we deal with dentists all the time and they don't you know, they're always at odds about this and how that works and that type of thing. Because they just, they don't know what they don't know. So I'm really glad that we know you. Good. All right. Well, our time is winding down. Uh, Joe, thank you very much for spending some time with us today. Uh, you shared some very, very good information that will have a direct impact on our listeners' practices for sure. 
uh, to all of our listeners, if you find value in our discussion and would like to learn more, please go to whitedentalconsulting.com slash breakdown or call us at 952-432-3322. Thank you for listening to us.